Hey guys, what's up? And welcome back to another Cosmic Brew. Today we're gonna to be doing a entire chat themed around the fact that New Year's Eve is literally only days away, which is crazy to me, but also God bless that we finally have made it to the end of 2020 and get a fresh, just clean slate with the new year, which I know is like completely just a construct of our mind. I mean, it's gonna be no different than tomorrow being a new day, but either way, I feel like we need that symbolism of a new year. We need that fresh blank canvas. And yeah, I wanna talk about all the ways that we can manifest making that blank canvas exactly the art that we wanna make our lives in 2021. But before we jump in, I'm gonna leave you guys with a quote as per usual. This one comes in from Sonia Riccati saying, you manifest what you believe, not what you want. what's up welcome back to another coffee talk I'm so excited for today's chat we're gonna be doing something a little different than usual I really have been struggling I'm not gonna lie let's just put it all out there before we even begin I've been struggling a little bit with coming back into I feel like I've already discussed this a little bit with you guys but just into my like more gisting mindset or mode you might say like you know just having everything ahead of schedule and color coordinated and you know just just prepped I feel like I've been very unprepared which makes sense because this year has been hectic and weird and it didn't go the way any of us I think thought this year was gonna go and just in general I've been moving lately and that's been like that and the holidays so I, maybe you're feeling similarly which if you are don't worry about it I'm learning how to become more graceful with entering a year where I feel like I'm the least prepared than I've ever been but yeah today I want to talk about moving into 2021 and I figured it would be fun to share with you guys the journal prompts that I was using for myself just last night when I was planning out kind of what I want to see happen in 2021 all the things I'm manifesting if you will over this cauldron of coffee um especially because i think 2020 didn't go the way that we planned this is going to be a little different than all the other chats that we've had at the beginning of a new year where we're talking about how we're going to manifest the things we want to manifest yes we're going to do that in 2021 and that's kind of the point of today's chat is to get us all really excited to take control of our lives and use the mold that we've been given to really work it in a way that we want that you want listening to this but it's also gonna be a little different because 2020, I think, shook the foundation that all of us was standing on. And because of that, I think what we want, or I hope what we want going into a new year is different globally and individually. And I also hope that we're able to, you know, now that the foundation's been shaken up, if you will, get down to the root of maybe reasons why we weren't able to manifest or get the things that we wanted in our lives before and all of that juicy good stuff. So this is gonna be a definite New Year motivational cosmic-y brew. So I hope you have a warm beverage and you're ready, maybe with your iPhone notes or your cell phone notes or your journal for some journaling prompts and just some chats about what 2020 taught us and how we're gonna manifest the exact year we want out of 2021. So, I mean, any new year comes with the 
exit of the last year. And I feel like most times that can be really bittersweet and maybe you're even feeling bittersweet leaving 2020. I know that I'm obviously looking at 2020 through my own perspective and there were a lot of hardships this year. There were a lot of really painful things that happened this year, again, both individually and globally and to people close to me. And it makes it really hard for me to look at 2020 and be like, yeah, that was a great year. But when I was sitting with my family over the holidays, we were trying to, I guess you might say, like count the blessings of 2020, even amidst the hardships. And I feel like that's one of the most important things to do when entering a new year, even if it was a hard year, almost especially if it was a hard year. And what 2020 brought to the table for all of us is going to be totally different, but I think it's important to reflect back on the year before moving into the new one, you know, and ask ourselves, okay, what did we learn? What are we taking with us? What was good? What was bad? What sucked? What didn't suck? Partially why I was putting off doing my like manifesting hour, witchy hour for 2021 and I still haven't really fully dug deep. I'm planning on doing a vlog on my vlog channel where we do all the manifesty things. Um, but I felt like I was really putting off sitting down and journaling about 2020 ending and 2021 beginning because I, I was like not prepared to dig into what 2020 did, you know? I felt like 2020 was this friend in the room that I just had to keep avoiding because I wasn't ready to have that chat yet. Uh, my cheeks are literally getting warm even saying that just because there was so much that happened this year. Like the beginning of this year looked nothing like it did or does right now. And on one hand, that's a good thing, but in between that and now, holy, hell. I don't think I've ever felt pain like I felt this year and that's that's a hard thing to reflect on. Again, even if you had a good year individually, I think it's even hard to kind of reflect on the global pain that we've been feeling and all of the the awakening of so much just conscious energy and so many things that, you know, global warming and, and racism and realizing the importance of relationships in our lives by having a pandemic where we were all forced to be locked down. I can say, especially as someone who lives alone, I feel like no year has ever put into perspective so much for me how important the people in my life are. So the journal prompt to begin with is what lessons did 2020 teach you? So let that be known because I just started to ramble without giving you the prompt yet. But when I actually sat down and asked myself that question I literally just started sobbing and it was a good sob it was a healing sob I feel like I just needed to cry it out because there was so much that I learned that was really important and I think I needed to learn but holy hell does the universe sometimes teach you the hard way and honestly my answer to this question was definitely relationships like I've never felt more punched in the face with the reality of slowing down the treadmill I felt like I was on, especially living in Toronto and just having, when I went into 2020, my goals for this year were very non-relationship at all. Like it wasn't like spend more time with family or connect deeper with people or find a way to work more one-on-one -on -one with my community or fall in love. It was literally like, okay, how can I accomplish a bigger like business goal or how can I, you know, it was just a little bit more, my pri my priorities were more out of whack. 2020 taught me a lot about the things I was taking for granted. The things that were just literally right in front of me and the things that I hadn't gotten to yet. Y'all, this is gonna be like journal prompts plus me just having a life chat with you and I hope you're cool with that because I can't really speak for all of us, but I'm hoping that maybe some of the lessons 2020 brought me might, you know, translate for you and maybe you felt similarly or it'll help you do your journal prompting. But 
yeah, there was just so much that I, I felt like I was taking for granted. I didn't realize I was taking for granted when I entered this year and 2020 was just like slapping me back and forth across the face being like, wake up, see the things that are in front of you, see the people that are in front of you, see the community around you and realize that, you know, life isn't about fighting solo. It's not about climbing your way to the top without any help. That was a really hard thing to wake up to. I remember <laughs> at the beginning of this year having a therapy session with my therapist where we finally had this breakthrough and I just started sobbing and I was like, I hate being so lonely. And it like literally broke open a part of my soul that has felt that way for long, long, long periods of time, all the way down to being a little kid and just feeling like I was like tuned into a certain mental station that not a lot of people seemed to be on and feeling that way throughout my whole life. Sometimes I felt like people couldn't tune into me, not to make that sound like all, you know, I'm different than the others, but more so just that deep sense of connection was missing in my life. And holy hell, it was really painful to wake myself up to that because I think that if 2020 didn't happen, it would have been really easy to stay distracted and not start searching to heal that, to look for deeper connection. And it, it sucks because a lot of that honestly came offline. I had to go offline a lot more this year and I needed to find it in my physical life first before I could start translating it on screen, which I'm hoping to do 2021. But yeah, I'm curious if you guys are watching the YouTube video version of this, leave your comment down below of what 2020 taught you. Like, were there things you were taking for granted that you realize now are like everything? How were your priorities changed in 2020? What priorities did you have at the beginning of the year versus the ones you have now? There was also two more prompts that I did looking back on 2020, the first one being, what lessons did your ego take this year? Which is kind of similar to what we're talking about. Like I definitely feel like it took my ego a really long time to let go of this idea that I didn't need deep connections that I could take on the world by myself. But that was really just, and we'll get to this, it's a further point in today's chat, but that was really just a security blanket to keep myself safe from not really ever having to trust or get real with people. That makes it feel like life is easier to go through that way. You know, you chase your career goals by yourself and nobody can touch them and you are self-sufficient, you get things done on your own. And yeah, that's definitely, there's room for that, but there's also balance. It needs to have balance. And I feel like my ego took that hit this year that it didn't want to be alone anymore. And then also too, like with COVID, I gained some weight during COVID, you know, I was isolating alone and I was moving out of Toronto and I just started eating all the foods that for a long time I like really wouldn't let myself eat and honestly sometimes even that was out of balance where it wasn't necessarily a good thing to be so indulgent but I also felt like I just needed to like deeply love myself and like deeply care for myself and I was, I, I, I don't know man, when COVID first hit and I was isolating alone, I was terrified. I was facing that, I was facing heartbreak at the time, I was facing not being around my family during all of it, living alone during all of it, my best friend going through one of the worst things someone can ever go through, like finding out she was gonna be fighting cancer and watching her fight cancer and knowing that I felt so helpless and like there was nothing I could do. My sister being pregnant and her having all of these complications during her pregnancy and then again feeling helpless and like there was nothing I could do and I just, yeah, I gained some weight. My ego had to take that hit too of really learning how to like gracefully love myself and love my ever shifting and changing body and 
embrace being a human and embrace having a human body and loving that human body. So those are just like some of the random things my ego learned this year, but it's not easy when your ego is learning lessons. These are gonna be the lessons that hit the deepest, hurt the hardest, and feel the most in the moment shattering. All our egos wanna do is keep us safe, you know? So our egos go for like the surface level quick fixes that make us feel good in the moment, but aren't necessarily good for the long term. And it's not a bad thing, it's just one of those opportunities to sit our ego down and be like, listen, I think there's something deeper here we can go to. Which leads me to my next journal prompt, which is what discoveries did your soul make in 2020? Because when you beat past the lessons that your ego are learning, it's usually where your soul starts discovering. The next prompt or question I have for you is, if you could go back to the beginning of 2020, what would you tell yourself? If I could go back to the beginning of 2020 and tell myself anything, it would be just hold on tight. I think that especially the first half of 2020, I, like I said, was scared shitless and had no idea where life was taking me. And I guess I would go back and just be like, yo, trust, like it's gonna be so good. You have no idea, but just hold on tight because um, not to get dark and heavy on you guys, but I feel like the times that were really dark and heavy of 2020, it was hard to hold on. It was hard to hold on and believe that things were gonna get better because it seemed like it wouldn't. And maybe it even feels that way still now listening to this. And if you're still there, then let this be a message to you to keep holding on tight because you know, things can't stay dark forever. There always needs to be a sunrise, the sun always comes back up, the clouds always part eventually, even if it's cloudy for days, weeks, or months. So yeah, hold on tight would be my answer. So now that we've gotten all the deep healing work with 2020 out of the way, all of our prompts for that out of the way, which I'm gonna leave these prompts in the description, by the way, if you guys want an easier way to write them down. But next we're gonna dive into how we can shift our beliefs and really manifest the year of our dreams in 2021, right after I leave you guys with a message from the sponsors that brought you guys today's episode. I, <laughs> how do I even dive into this part? So it's been a few years. Actually, I feel like it's been much longer than that, but like a few more conscious years of actively trying to manifest things in my life. I feel like before that, things used to manifest into my life unintentionally. And do you ever wish sometimes you could go back to those naive of you days where you would just accidentally manifest things because you weren't even trying? Because there's so many times I feel that. But at the same time, when you're naive, it's like the fool card in tarot. Yes, you're like, accidentally manifesting things, but you don't really, you're kind of being a fool about it. You don't realize. And it's when we break past the naivety that we actually start to learn. And if trying to actively and consciously manifest things in my life has taught me anything, it is that there is no deeper truth to manifestation than what you believe is what you're going to receive. And I think that I used to make this mistake with manifesting all the time. I used to think that if I dreamed it and if I planted the game plan like so hardcore, made it so tightly bound that there was no room for like any error that whatever I wanted would happen. But the thing that is much deeper than any plan you make, than any dream board you create, than any goal you write down, than any game, like you can literally draft out a 10 year plan, a one year plan, you can draft out a plan for today. But if you don't actually shift and change your beliefs, 
odds are you're not gonna manifest anything. Kind of like earlier when we were talking about being tuned into a certain station. Manifesting with the wrong beliefs is like tuning into the wrong station and trying to hear your favorite song. You're only gonna hear your favorite song if you tune into the right station and the only way to do that is to tune your beliefs to match what you're trying to manifest. And this is literally the hardest thing to do in manifestation like all around. So if you struggle with this, it's totally normal and I really want to just emphasize the fact that if you're not manifesting what you want it's not because you know you're unlucky or you're doomed to fail or anything of the sort like you're not deserving it's probably just because your belief about how deserving you are or your belief about whether or not you're able to attract and create what you want in your life is off balance and for that reason that energy can't meet you where you're at. So I went back into my journals and looked up what I was trying to manifest 2017 going into 2018 and I find it super symbolic that most of the things I was trying to manifest are only now starting to happen and I think there's a deep reason why. I may have manifested a few of the more material things that were on my list back in those days, but the true deeper core things, the things that my soul wanted, the shift in values and priorities in my life never really came. And it didn't come for the extended two years into moving into the year I'm moving into now because it took all of the breaking down and opening up of those last two years to actually shift the deeper part of my subconscious, to shift the beliefs. And that took therapy first and foremost. It also took constantly trying to reframe my thoughts all the time. Reading books has helped, journaling has helped, yoga has helped, meditating has definitely helped. But I say this just because I can't tell you how many years in a row, like I said, I sat down, planned out this magnificent year, and then it may have looked like on paper or on camera, like it was all running smoothly and I was getting everything I wanted, but like I just, like I literally just admitted to you guys today, I had a breakdown therapy session at the beginning of this year where I realized that it just, none of it felt like enough and it never would feel like enough because what was really missing was the deeper connections in my life and that deeper core thing that I really truly needed and wouldn't let myself have. And it was because of the belief that I carried around about deeper connections, about so many things that we don't need to get into because today isn't a therapy session, but it's just to say that what's underneath the goals, like your why, like what are you deeply trying to change? What do all of these things represent for you? And are you able to actually believe and attract and tune into that energy there? Like, are you looking for a deeper, passionate life? Are you looking for, I feel like a lot of people manifest, I don't know, their dream car or a vacation and things. Like what are those things representing to you? And what's out of alignment from your core and the core energy of that thing? Honestly, if you would have gone back to 2017 me and said, hey, it's gonna take you another two years of like what's gonna feel like absolute hell and loneliness and breaking yourself down over and over again, falling down over and over again and getting yourself back up, dusting yourself back off, charging back towards life and doing it over and over again until you finally shift this belief, I would have told you I wouldn't wanna do it. I would have asked for the shortcut to surpass that, but maybe, just maybe, 
you need the year to manifest something deeper, to manifest opening yourself up, to manifest better beliefs about yourself or better beliefs about the world. In my opinion, that's a really honorable thing to focus on for a year, to give yourself more time. And I think that that's also something that, again, I can't project. Like I literally spend 90% of my time alone aside from like five core people that I, I hang out with on the day to day. The people in my bubble, the people that I interact with, like you guys here online in the small times that we have been in the last few months, but you have way more time than life makes you feel like you do. And the only reason why life makes us feel like we don't have time is truly I think a lot of that has to do with being online and just knowing what everybody's up to all the time, seeing people just accomplish goal after goal after goal or it feels that way when you're constantly consuming just other people's accomplishments all the time. And that's not a bad thing because it can be incredibly motivating, but it can also put this time constraint on you that you don't actually need. Maybe you need a year or two of manifesting better beliefs about yourself before you can start manifesting starting a business or writing an amazing book. Like even oh, rereading Catcher, there's so many moments that I'm like, ooh, I would not have written that now. But you don't know until you know and you don't grow until you grow, you know? If you resist doing the deeper work, then the deeper work is going to just work its way through you, whether you like it or not. And the more you resist, the more time it's gonna take and the more energy it's gonna take and the more mistakes it's gonna take you making before the lesson is finally learned. I guess what I'm saying here is don't be afraid to get deep with yourself and want something bigger than just a dream car or like, I don't know, however much money in the bank, or maybe you are manifesting the love of your life. Like maybe there's steps you need to make before that, especially if you don't know what those things truly mean for you on a deeper core value level. Like if you're manifesting, let's say the love of your life, because you just, I don't know, you're a hopeless romantic, but you also feel like you need to spend more time learning how to deeply and truly love yourself, then that should be the first stepping stone of manifesting. That should be like, the relationship with yourself should be what you manifest before the distraction of a relationship with someone else. And that's just an example. That's not necessarily a truth. Maybe you want to manifest the deep love of your life because you are ready for that deeper connection. Just like maybe manifesting your dream car isn't about showing people your sick ride. Maybe you're wanting to manifest your dream car so that you can feel, I don't know, pumped up when you're driving into work every day. If you are driving into work, I feel like most people are working from home. Or maybe so that you can pack your family in the car and take nice drives on the weekends to just bond together. Like that's a more deeper reason, you know? Like don't be afraid to dig deep with what you really want. Like what is really gonna fill your soul up in 2021? And here's the part that gets tricky when it comes to changing your beliefs and then manifesting what you want is that it's one thing to dream and it's a whole other thing to do. Kind of like with what I was saying with looking back at what I was trying to manifest in 2017, I had opportunities that came in 2018 that aligned with what I was truly wanting back then. And I literally, for lack of a better term, I shit the bed. <laughs> like I literally shit the bed because my deeper beliefs were not in alignment with what I was really asking for. And I was scared and I was afraid and I literally was like, nope. And I self-sabotaged in ways that were very unconscious, but makes so much sense to me now because looking back, it was like, oh, it's so much easier to picture what you want 
But when the universe is handing it to you or when opportunity opens up for you, are you gonna have the balls to go for it? It's so much different when it's happening right in front of you and it doesn't happen all at once either. It happens in small little steps and small little doses. So there isn't just this one aha moment, even right after you're done doing your journal prompting and planning your goals that suddenly you're gonna shift into a new person. You shift into a new person each time you make a different decision or just a decision in general. And if you are making different decisions than what you're used to, you are rewiring your being and you're calling new things towards you. So to rewire your beliefs, you literally have to choose different, choose to believe different in every little moment. And that's the difference between dreaming and actually doing. Because you can dream all you want, you can create all the dream boards you want, you can have all these Pinteresty boards of what your dreams look like to you. But it isn't until you actually go out and live your life yourself, when you put the dream board away and you actively are out there making the moves and crushing the goals that you actually have to show up for yourself and show up with new beliefs about yourself, which is why it could be a really good opportunity to spend a year changing your beliefs about yourself. And if you catch yourself self-sabotaging or your subconscious directing you in different ways or your ego kind of lusting after things that maybe aren't necessarily in alignment with your deeper truer self or who you're wanting to be or what you're trying to attract towards you. These are nothing other than safety mechanisms. They're just little things that our brain has learned to do repetitively to keep us safe. And if you can like meet yourself there, you know, when you catch yourself doing one of those self-sabotage things or you feel the moment arise and you start to panic and you start to doubt yourself if you can meet yourself in that moment and use it as a trigger to be like aha I found a pressure point and then ask yourself can I choose to believe different can I choose to behave different can I choose to act different I'll give you a little bit of a personal example if you like is that I had this moment recently where I felt all of these old beliefs just completely boil up to the surface because I was in a very vulnerable moment and in that moment, I literally had to tell myself, don't freak out, one. Two, don't get all up in your head. Like, don't think so much. And three, can you just let yourself enjoy this moment? Can you just let yourself enjoy this moment without freaking out or looking for all the ways that you're possibly feeling or could be unsafe in this moment? A really hard thing to do because it's basically me going bat to bat with my anxiety but I can happily sit here and tell you that I won and it made it easier the next time that all of those, you know, deeply embedded fears came boiling up to the surface again and I was like, we've been here before. We did this 48 hours ago. Guess what? We're gonna choose differently again. We're gonna continue to dig a new path and as we dig that new path, the dirt from this path is gonna start filling in the old one and I'm no longer gonna choose to freak out, to self-sabotage, to get all up in my brain sauce and lost in all of the ways that I could panic. So this is the fun part of the journal prompting because this is when you start writing down all your new beliefs and all your new goals. So that's really the prompt. Like what do you want to manifest in 2021? There's a couple different categories you can go with this. You can do your home life, you can do your relationships, you can clearly do your career, you can do your personal life, your personal hobbies and your personal goals. I don't know, maybe you have travel goals. It's kind of a hard thing. Most of the world isn't traveling right now, but maybe you wanna explore areas around your home or maybe you have financial goals. 
maybe you have family goals, like write all of these things down. And each time you write one down, write down beside it why you believe you need or you want this thing. All right, y'all, I'm pulling out my clipboard of 2021 goals to see if there's any that aren't too cringy to say it out loud to you guys. So I did health and fitness, daily yoga and meditation and to sweat or move my body once a day. Um, and then like right beside it, why do I believe I need or want this? Because it makes me reunite with my body and because it makes me feel good. Case in point. A community or career goal that I have is to create the Codes membership and start doing live events once a week with you guys until eventually, hopefully, we'll be able to do in-person events. And then writing beside why I wanted to do this, it's because I'm able to work more one-on-one. -on -one. I'm able to fill up a lonely girl's night just like I used to have lonely girl nights all the time. Literally at all of my career goals, all the things I want to do with Coz, my why I feel like this is needed or what role I feel like I can fill in the world is to help the people that are out there suffering from the loneliness epidemic going on globally because I'm a, I'm a fellow sufferer of that loneliness epidemic and it's something we don't openly like to talk about because no one likes to admit that they're lonely but I truly think that deep down even the people surrounded by others can feel so lonely because of that lack of deeper intimacy with one another, that lack of deeper connection. It all, this is turning into like a deep connection podcast episode, but that's just because that's where my life is focused on right now. But maybe you have other goals. So ask yourself or prompt yourself, what does 2021 look like for you into full fruition when it looks exactly the way that you would like to see it go? What can you do to start tuning into that energy now? Can you start wearing the kinds of colors you see yourself wearing? I don't know. Can you start listening to the types of music that makes you excited for a new year? Can you start reading books that prep you into the mindset or help you learn about the things you want to get into in 2021? Can you surround yourself on social media, on um, I don't know, like when you're scrolling for content to watch, can you surround yourself with the type of people, even online, not just offline, that fill you up, that make you feel like you're deeper connected, that align with what you're trying to accomplish in your life? Is there anyone that you feel comfortable enough to share your dreams for 2021 with? And this part I think can be hard because I feel like most of my life I've been a manifester on the low. I'm like, I'll manifest all these things, but I'm not going to tell anyone that way if I fail. No one's gonna know I fail, but if I accomplish it, then cool, right? But I also feel like that was one of the main blocks or things getting in my way because if you don't share your dreams and goals with the people around you, then again, you're living that blinders life. You're living that this is my life and nobody else's and that becomes a very lonely life. Then anything you accomplish won't feel fulfilling because it's, it's a great thing to accomplish goals alone. Let me tell you, okay, I feel like I've done a lot of things by myself. I've written books, I've gone on trips, I even just bought a house by my damn self. But if it weren't for the moments of buying this house even that I celebrated with people close to me, if it weren't for when my friends and family bought my book and read it, if it weren't for just those moments that you share your dreams and goals with other people, then it wouldn't feel as deep, it wouldn't feel as satisfying. So this is a hard prompt, but if you can think of a name of somebody you're feeling safe enough to share your hopes and goals with for 2021, then do it. And if you don't feel safe, then hey, make a fake alias name and write your dreams and goals down to us. The Coast community will happily read and send all the good vibes your way so that you'll get what you're looking for. But 
You shouldn't have to live or go through your life alone or dream alone by any means. So share, share online, share offline, share anywhere. Now the next two questions are definitely more logical and more to the point, a little less, uh, I don't know, dreamy if you will, but only because this is where we actually start to plant the seeds where we actually start to see things into fruition. And these are important questions to ask because it'll make you feel a little less lofty and in the air and a little bit more planted with what you actually are trying to achieve. The first one being, is there a way that you can track your progress? Is there anything that fits for you? Maybe you want to journal every day on, uh, on how you're feeling. Maybe you want to keep a calendar up on the wall and write down your goals for the month. Maybe you want to use a daily planner. Maybe you want to use a tracker or something like a habit tracker on your phone. Maybe you want a bullet journal, but is there a way that you're able to track yourself through the year. And this doesn't need to be extensive or complicated. Make it as simple as possible so that you actually stick with it. And then the next being, is there a way to fully game plan out your goal from start to finish? While you can plan things that feed into your deep life values, again, it's coming back to action. It's hard to be like, oh, I want to have deeper connections in my life. Well, how can you have deeper connections in your life? Maybe you need to plan to have a phone call with somebody once a week so that you feel like you are FaceTime. Maybe, I don't know, something that's going to allow you to talk deeply with people, or maybe you want to have deeper connections by getting more involved with your community. But those are the ways that you're actually putting these things into your planner. You're putting these things into your calendar and you're creating an action step based off of even if it is a deep core value or deep core thing that you're wanting to manifest in the new year. And then the last, but I think honestly the most important question that you can ask yourself coming into a new year or prompt yourself when journaling is what are you open to in 2021? And I say this because 2020, if I had asked myself that moving into 2020, then I probably would have seen a little bit more of what was actually going to happen versus what I thought was going to happen because I was so dead set on my goals going into 2020. I was so sure that 2020 was literally going to be like a year of alignment and manifestation and all this stuff. And 2020 had completely different plans clearly. But if I would have asked myself, what was I open to? Maybe I would have noticed, okay, I don't see myself moving, but I'm open to moving or, okay, I don't see myself maybe becoming an aunt, but it'd be cool if my sister got pregnant or, okay, I don't see myself running a marathon, but I could, because those were all things that I didn't enter the year thinking I was going to do. And in a way, this is where kind of like we were talking about earlier back in the day when you would manifest things out of pure, just like accidental serendipity because you weren't intentionally meaning to. If you ask yourself some things like, what am I open to? What am I open to changing? What am I open to working on? Because those are where like, you might not want to dig there, but if you plant just maybe not even plant, maybe if you just leave the soil, the fertile soil there, things might just grow naturally. And I think that truly and honestly, if I'm speaking from personal experience, this is the biggest thing 2020 has taught me is that you can't plan your life. You can't manifest down to a T. I mean, you can sure as hell try. And I bet if you really try and squeeze and control your life in a way, you can get it down to a T. But I think that there's a reason why things happen the way they do. And there's a reason why you might think you know what you want. And then the world just shows you something completely different. And the harder you hold on to what you think is right, 
the harder it's going to be to realize what life is actually giving you. So that's why I think this question is the most important because you might actually find at the end of 2021 that there were more diamonds and treasures and things waiting for you in the fertile soil you left that grew on its own than the seeds that you were actively obsessing over growing. When you were so busy focusing on what you wanted, life gave you what you needed. And I think that these are gonna be the coolest questions to look back on at the end of 2021, prompting yourself like, what are you open to seeing happen? What are you open to letting life show you? Because I feel like that's where life does the coolest work, you know? I feel like this is just a really cool thing to maybe prompt yourself with too because it'll make everything feel solidified once you've finished all your prompting, finished all your journaling and your planning for the new year and all the things you'd like to see and all the things you're open to. Is is there a ritual that you can do before the new year that's going to allow you to feel like you've created that phoenix rising from the ashes change? Like, in a way, I'm just gonna go ahead and generalize all of us right now and say that in one way or another, I think 2020 burned us all to the ground. It burned the world, it burned everything down to ashes. And from the ashes is where the phoenix rises, right? So as we're all doing our phoenix rise of 2021, fingers crossed, is there a little ritual that is going to be important or work for you that you could do to initiate everything you just activated, to activate everything you just planted, to plant everything you just journal prompted. So if you're not sure, a couple ideas could be, I mean, I also just moved somewhere, so this is why I did this, but saging, you could walk around and sage your house, which is just gonna cleanse the energy. You could do a crystal bath, there's a full moon on the 30th, you could go lay under it or just go stare at it. Um, maybe you wanna write all these things down on a piece of paper and burn them. Just burn them safely, please. Maybe, like I said, you just wanna sit down over a glass of wine or a cup of coffee with somebody and talk about your dreams and then let them tell you all of their dreams for 2021. Why does that sound so fun to me? That sounds like such a nice night. I wish we could do that. We kinda just did. I feel like it was very one way though, which is why I'm really excited for 2021 because that I'm hoping to change with just one of the many things with Co's coming was that eventually I do want to talk to you guys one-on-one. -on -one. I want you to tell me what your dreams and goals are and I want to work with you as we make all of these plans to, to make it happen. I want a life coach, but also just be your friend, you know? Anyway, if you do that ritual, please tag me or tag the Co's account if you're on Instagram. If you do any of the journal prompting or the ritualing or anything like that, or maybe you just want to wait and do it with me when I post the vlog, I don't know, just tag me if you do because I love seeing when our chats, you know, translate into your guys' life. And also be sure to join the Co's Discord. I've been getting so many coffee talk ideas from you guys over there. And just, it's so nice every time I sign on and I see the full community just chatting with one another. So if you need somewhere to hang out for the new year, definitely come hang out with us on there. Aside from that, I'm gonna leave you guys with the best of wishes going into 2021. 
we probably won't talk until then unless you follow my uh personal YouTube channel. So I hope all of your goals and all of your dreams come true. I hope this journal prompting episode helped you in some kind of way and if you liked this then definitely let me know by thumbsing it up, sharing it with anyone you think might enjoy doing a little journal prompting podcast session. And other than that I will talk to all of you guys next week in 2021. That is so wild. I can't believe we're not gonna have another coffee talk together until the new year. <laughs> Bye guys.